What up? It's High Definition Pod. This podcast that is on Maurice. I'm Therese. And we are back for another episode. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What to do, do? You know. Yeah. Yep. Anniversary on Friday. Mm-hmm. Wedding anniversary on Friday. You're number five. Yes. Five. Five, yes. Five. I'm, I'm excited for y'all. Oh man, appreciate it, man. Appreciate it, man. I am so excited for y'all. Been a journey. Been a journey. Marriage is definitely a journey. Oh God, yes. Oh man. Oh, remind me to tell you something after this. After, yeah. After okay, okay man. Okay. Um, a journey of. It's a journey. <laughs> <laughs> it's a journey. <laughs> about yourself, bro. These kids got one more band competition. Ooh. Um. Definitely ready. Band out. <laughs> they got this their last one this upcoming weekend. Mm-hmm. So other than that, it's all good. Bad, bad, bad. Um Yeah. Yeah. I'm mad about my Panthers, my Panther game. But hey man, you know. That that penalty was not supposed to be called. I, he was off the field. But at the same time, the kicker, you had two chances. That's true too. He, he That's true too. He should have hit those. That's true too. So wait, so, would y'all have y'all would have won the game? If he'd if he'd have made if that penalty went and called and he made the PAT. Mm. So we got we gotta keep fighting though. So. Yeah. Like, BJ gonna do some good things for you. I like how we playing though. That P, you're gritty. I, uh, my I, team's not playing that great. So Indianapolis need to get it together. Cause um luck ain't walking through that door. Peyton Manning show ain't coming oh, back. Oh God, he show ain't coming back. But and Johnny Unitas is in the grave. Yeah. So hey, is Johnny Unitas dead? Oh, yeah, I go, here I go killing people that might not even be dead. I think he did though. Oh yeah, you might want to fact check that real oh, quick. Lord, I think Johnny Unitas. Yeah, you might want to fact check that, bro. Johnny is dead. Okay, okay. he is dead. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he died back in two thousand and two. Well, listen, everybody, uh, if you don't know, this is High Definition Podcast. Uh, we are a platform that is all about engaging cultural conversations from a biblical perspective. Um, you can agree with us. You can disagree with us. We welcome it. Only thing we will not welcome or tolerate is the disrespect. Uh, you come with the disrespect, you will get invited to the block party. All right. So, uh, block party. respect us. We respect you and vice versa. All right. Yeah. Um, there's a link tree in the description. Uh, hit that link tree. You'll find a link to all of our social media accounts, our email, uh, and where our podcast is available. Uh, so please uh, join us. I haven't been mentioning this lately, but y'all leave, if you, especially if you're on iTunes, iTunes podcast, if that's how you listen to us, leave us a five-star review. Actually, leave us a review. Let us know what you think. Uh, if you have a question that you want to embed in that review, please play, uh, feel free to do so. Don't mind me. I need it. Retwist, and it's coming this week. <laughs> my hair's all over the place, man. It's all over the place. I man. forgot to grab my hat. I gotta go to the barbershop this week myself. Yeah, I got yeah. I can't I can't can't go to the barbershop until I get retwisted. Yeah, yeah. So, so if y'all have already seen the flyer in the promo, then you know what we we're talking about today. We're delving into the area of politics. Oh, your civic your civic duty. Yes. As you all know, you probably you hear it every election year. Wait, this is the most important election of our lifetime. 
I think I've heard it every election cycle since I've been on this earth. I have as well. These 34 years. Of life that we have lived on this earth. But I will say from my personal, just in my adult life, mm-hmm. based on what I've seen, I would probably say this probably is the most important. <laughs> this, is probably, this is probably it. This is probably it. And the next one will be as well. Um. So, yeah. That's all. Yeah, so. If you're listening to us, let's. If you if there's something that you don't really delve into a whole lot, let's let's kind of start from let's do a, start off in a little short history lesson. Okay. All right. First of all, yes. Um, it's been said that the U.S. is a democracy. Mm-hmm. No. We are a republic. A constitutional republic. That's what we are defined as. Actually, uh, democracy. Basically, democracy is mob rule. That's basically what it means. All right, but with a constitutional republic, basically it means you vote for individuals to represent you in places of government. Mm-hmm. Okay, so your vote is um, your stamp of approval for a particular person to represent you on whatever government level. Okay, um, we vote. When we vote, we vote uh, basically for three different levels. So, local. We vote for state, and we vote for the federal or national. All right, examples for local your local elections. So you vote that stuff like mayor, city council, your school boards, um, your sheriffs, stuff like that. That's what you vote for locally. Mm-hmm. Uh, when it comes to statewide governments, that's your governor, that's your state house, uh, your state senate, uh, your education department. Uh, well, some states, I think the, uh, the governor appoints some of those in the education department. Uh, yeah. But with us here in South Carolina, we actually get to vote in those who lead the education department. And of course, on the federal level, you have the president, you have the Senate, your House of Representatives. That's that's who you vote for on the federal level. Okay. Uh, what we have coming up this this week, uh, this episode, we are actually uh, recording this episode on Halloween, and we will be uh, posting it on. Tomorrow the first, so on the second, so November the second, you all will be getting this episode. Wow, we are in November, dog. Bro, what did year go? Bro, when you have two kids, it just flies by. Watch them little crumb snipers get bigger and bigger, and just days just fly. Just wait. Yeah, that feels like time is speeding up. Anyway, just please enjoy them while they're small. Ah, <laughs> I felt something behind that. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> it, what I gotta tell you, it ain't, it ain't about it ain't about mine, but it's no, just when they when they hit them teens, it's yeah, just they man. start going through stuff. It, you be like, bruh. But anyway, okay, we digress. Different okay. level, different devil. Listen, all right, uh, you got three branches of government. For those of you that don't know, you have an executive branch. Uh, usually, that's the president. So, uh, what the president does is now now we're kind of shifting more towards what this particular election is about this year. So we got the midterm elections coming up uh, with the. Uh, executive branch that's the president so basically what the president does is he signs laws so once uh well we'll get that he signs the laws he can veto the law or basically when congress sends a law uh a bill to his desk he can veto it and say no i'm not signing it and it won't it won't go into effect uh he makes executive appointments so people like um executive appointments meaning uh like um what's that department the Department of Homeland Security. He he appoints who's going to lead that. Um, 
He appoints who's going to lead the Justice Department. He appoints federal judges. He appoints um, people that's in his cabinet. Uh, he appoints those those positions. All right. Uh, you have the legislative branch, so that's Congress. So you have you have Congress on your state level. You also have Congress on the federal level. Uh, Congress, those are the ones who actually write the laws. Okay, um, the Senate in particular, they're the ones that confirm the judges and the executive appointments that the president appoints. And then you have the judicial branch, that's the Supreme Court. Your federal judges, so they interpret the law. So those three branches. Uh, if you ever go and read the Constitution, they wrote the Constitution in a way that each particular branch. It's like a check and a balance. So no one particular branch has all of the power. That's the way that they wrote it. Um, usually, uh, we tend to pay extreme an extreme amount of attention on what happens on a federal level, mm-hmm. uh, and that's very important. But it is very also it's also very important that we, uh, especially this year uh, with this election cycle, that we pay attention to what's happening on the state and uh, local levels. Um. Reason being, this is this this midterm election is really a so you know you know you were in school um, before you actually report card come out we get like the progress report <laughs> uh, the midterm is kind of like a progress report to see how you doing uh, especially on that particular administration that's in in office or whoever whoever it is that's in power. Um, also on a federal level, because uh, for our, for like for us here in South Carolina, we don't we're we're voting for the governor, uh, we're voting for um, the U.S. Senate seat, uh, the U.S. House seats, and uh, some of the state state reps and some of the state Senate seats. I believe they're up as well. That's what that's what we're voting for. Basically, uh, when you look at it from a federal standpoint, we're kind of Given this current administration their progress report. Mm. Okay. And I'm gonna go back to the local and state in just a second. But basically what this is doing is if you go back and look over the last two years since they've been in office, what type of progress would you give them? What 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 type of report would you give them? What would be their grade right now? You talking to me? You or anybody that wants to answer? Uh, okay. <laughs> well, since you asked, what, uh, what would what, 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 uh, your face kind of says it all? <laughs> I plead the fifth. Okay. That is your constitutional right. But <laughs> I'm exercising my constitutional right by saying I plead the fifth. All right. Okay. The reason we're having this conversation is for those of you that if you haven't been following us or if you have, you just no, never mind. It's just all about giving you perspective. So, yeah. um, I mean, your vote is basically your voice, and it's kind of cliche. We hear it a lot, but I mean, it's the truth. Um, what's what's coming up? If you just go back and look over the last two years, how has life? How has everything really looked? Mm. Since the current administration has been in office, mm-hmm. you only you can answer for your own personal life. Has it improved? 
has there been some struggles? I mean, everybody has their struggles. But that's what your vote is going for. It's basically giving uh, the current administration their report card. Or if we look on a state and local level, like for us, we're, we'll be either uh, voting to bring back Governor McMaster or we're voting to get him up out of there. So for those of us in South Carolina, how do we feel about Governor McMaster? What you got? Here's my thing. Okay. I like how you worded that. How do we feel about McMaster? Let's break that up a little bit. Okay. How do we feel about Matt Masters' platform? Or the, okay. The, the thing, the pillars that he stands on. That's for you guys. Right. Not how we feel about Matt Master as a person. As a person. Yeah. Because so how many of us actually really know him as a person? There you go. Because a lot of times we hear things and we take that for face value yeah. and we don't do research. Yeah. So my thing is, what are his policies that he has, that he stands on? Mm -hmm. Where do you agree or where do you disagree? Always do those checks and balances. Like we have in government, checks and balances. Yep. Pros and cons. If the pros outweigh the cons, I'm not telling you how to vote, but normally what I do is I try to- Push balls. Uh, we're, we're here on this platform. Do not uh, endorse any political candidate Heck or political- Heck no. But I thought you was about to say- <laughs> No. I thought you was about to say- No. <laughs> I, no. I, I, I meant to say that disclaimer before we started, but I totally forgot about it. We don't endorse any political party, and we don't endorse Whatsoever. any political candidate. I had to make sure I say that. Because- <laughs> You about to cuss? <laughs> 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 Catch myself for a second you there. I ain't endorsing that man. I ain't endorsing that other one. Because at the end of the day, at, at the end of the day, <laughs> <laughs> it's about it's about making con conscious decisions yeah. based on what I believe in, as well as my family. Yeah. It's, no, I'm not gonna endorse anybody. No, no, I can't do that. I can't do that. No, uh, I won't do that because heck, heck, I've only voted like once or twice in my lifetime. Yeah, and, and I've I definitely more. have never voted in midterms. Really, I have never. I've never, never voted in midterms. I think my first so. actual time voting was in a midterm. No, I take that back. I take that back. I take that back. I voted, I voted for Obama that second time. I do I do remember that. I gave him the first one. I didn't give him the second one. Yeah. I didn't vote. I didn't see one. I didn't vote the first didn't, time. I didn't, he vote ran. I didn't vote that one. I really didn't care. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. I was what eight uh, We we were we were uh He he was, ran in two thousand eight. Was it eight? Yeah, I was yeah, see, we, I was yeah, twenty we, years old. I was I wasn't we, we, thinking we, we, I really was not thinking about voting. Okay. Right. I, I voted because he was black, I ain't gonna lie. But uh anyway. Um I'll, I'll Never mind. We did. All we let's, did. let's be. Let's give it a buck. Let's give it a buck here. All of us did. Let's give it a buck. If you was, if you had just come into that 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 time where you could vote and you was a young black person, you, vote you probably voted because that nigga. Would, I mean, oh, oh. <laughs> 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 and I'm not editing that out. He's like. <laughs> 
whole episode has gone off the rails I mean, already. We just, can't scoop. <laughs> I mean, just came all the way out. Y'all, please forgive us. <laughs> the Lord is still working on me. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, we did. We did. We did. So, the one thing that we try to we try to encourage you as our listeners to uh, really consider: don't look at the person. Look at the, focus on the policy. Focus on the policy, please. please. Okay. Oh God. I'm Furthermore, sorry. I'm sorry, y'all. Here's something else to also consider: the person that you're voting for, they're not going to be your best friend. Mm-mm. We voting for we voting them in to do a job. A job. So they, they, we're not voting them to be your best friend. Ooh. We're not voting them to be your pastor. Ooh. If this was the presidential election, I want my president to be someone that's stern, that when they go overseas and have to conduct foreign affairs, I need them to be strong and represent America uh, due to some technical difficulties. But previously what we were saying was, we need our president to be someone who's stern. Yes. Who will stand up to uh for America. Yeah. And to all threats, both foreign and domestic. Foreign and domestic. Yes. This is gonna be a very interesting. Episode. This is gonna be very interesting. <laughs> this is gonna be very interesting. Okay. But now what I want to say too, it's very important that you pay attention to what happened um over these last two years. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we're in 2022. I think mean, we all know 2020, the pandemic. Mm. So what I said earlier as far as the midterms and on the state level for some of your governors, this is kind of like their progress report or their report card. So based on how they've performed over these last two years, how would you grade them? On the state level, like as far as your governors, especially when it came to the pandemic. Mm-hmm. How did they handle things? How did they handle it? I think a very good example. I'm not even going to use South Carolina. Look, look at Florida. Yeah. Look at California. Yeah. Yeah. They polar opposites. Those are two states that a lot of people want to travel to, a lot of people want to move to. Just look, just look at the the vast differences of how things have gone. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just based on how the leadership handles stuff. And from my understanding, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to try to. No, I'm not going to say that. But I mean, just if you just go back and do your own research, just look at how how Florida handled things. Look at how California handled things. Mm-hmm. If you were living in either one of those two states, and you really look at it. Which one would you prefer? Mm. How would you vote? And would you vote for the leadership that allowed you to, <clears throat> excuse me, that allowed you to, you know, still be able to live your life? They didn't try to really um, reach into your life, trying to control you or anything? Or do you prefer um, this other one that may have really tried to restrict you from really living? They restricted your kids. They did a whole lot of stuff. Almost basically shut some of your businesses down. It's, if that's how you making your living, I mean, how would you how would you feel about that? Because the bills were still rolling in, even with the stimmies, even with yeah. even with the unemployment, even all that. After a while, it stopped. Yeah. Um. 
And I mean, even look at look at some of the data that's available to us today, and then look back, then make a conscious conscious mm-hmm. effort in your decision. Um, what I would encourage everyone. You got to ask yourself three questions, okay? Mm-hmm. Let's, let's just kind of go through it. Number one, the thing I would ask, I would want you to consider, uh, for those that who you vote for, are they a representative of you and your values? That's an important one. So that even that also raises an even deeper question. Mm-hmm. What are your values? Mm. Or what do you hold of importance? Just a few is you being free. By freedom, I mean you being free to make your own decisions, uh, you being free to live your own life, you being free if you want to go and start a small business, are you able to do that? Or is it a whole lot of like regulations and stuff you got to go through? Are you free? Is freedom something that's important for you? Do you value your family and your kids? Do you value safety for your family? Mm. Is social social justice is that a thing? Is that something that you value? I just mentioned a second ago, you having a thriving business. Is that something that you really that you value? You being able to worship whatever deity you choose, because according to the according to the First Amendment, freedom of religion. That's the constitutional. That is a right that is protected by the Constitution. Yeah. I mean, we believe in Jesus. You might be looking at us, whatever. You might believe the tree is God. I don't know. Whatever you choose is reparations. That's something that you value, which I I, I want to have a conversation about that too. I do as well. I do as well. But what what are the things that you value? Mm. Okay. Now I'm about to I'm about to say ask a question that's really gonna. It, it might offend some of my. Uh, it might offend the culture. Have you been voting for a particular party just because you? That's what you've always done. Have you ever asked yourself why you're doing it? Mm. Now I'm not saying you ain't got you ain't got to vote for them. I'm not saying you need to, but I am asking you to ask yourself. Why have I always been voting for them? Have I ever asked myself what are my values and really looked at their particular, like Teresa said, their particular platform? Once again, we don't endorse any uh, political party or any political candidate, but we do raise, we do ask questions and try to raise perspective and get you thinking from a different perspective. I'm libertarian, by the way. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> I just want to throw that in there. That's funny. Yeah, I, I got I got my issues with them too. I know. At one point, I was about to say I was heading that way down. So, yeah. Nah. <clears throat> so, but I, I I really just want y'all to really ask that ask yourself that question because I found myself asking asking myself that that question. Myself, oh, Lord, I'm getting tongue tied. Mm. I've been asking myself that same question probably over the last. Probably about the last two to three years now. You have to. 
just be introspective on. I mean, we're supposed to be introspective on everything. Like, why do I believe what I believe? Why do I do the things I do? Mm-hmm. You know, and I, I've just always the few times that I have, <clears throat> excuse me, been able to um, engage in conversation with people about this, and they don't flip out. Because here's the thing: if I ask you why do you why do you vote for this particular party, and then your your first thing is you jumping straight to uh, race and slavery, and which I get it, and then you want to flip on me because I'm asking the question. Yeah, that's showing me kind of where you're at, and also can we also raise this history lesson? Go there. Oh, okay. Not on this episode. <sighs> See, I, I, we say that for another episode. I, I, I don't told y'all he he keep me a check. I keep him a check. So. <laughs> let's, let's not go. Let's not go there right now. Not right now. Not right now. <laughs> but okay, so y'all. But it's good though. Yeah, just it's, it's good though. You, you gotta ask yourself that question. Yeah. So what what are your values? Okay. Um, what are the things that's important for you? Um, yeah. Uh, the issues that are like are affecting us right now, like what is important to you is is inflation one of the things. Based on recent polling, okay. So here's another thing that y'all always hear us say, and y'all always hear us talk about: leave the media, mainstream media, leave them jokers alone, please, please. From CNN to MSNBC to the Fox. Fox Leave them all alone. You're only gonna get a one. You're only gonna get one sided, a one sided view. Now, if you're able to go over here and kind of hear what they're saying, mm-hmm. and then go over here and kind of hear what they're saying, the, and then and then you're able to filter it through you, what you believe in your values, and the truth falls somewhere in the middle. Yeah, <laughs> cool. But like I have a particular family member, I'm not going to say who it is. They may watch. I don't I don't know if they watch us or not. They literally watch CNN from sun up to sundown. So when I have engaged in conversation and I just give simple facts. Facts. And not only facts, like facts that are proven to be factual, right? Posted, not opinionated facts. Posting the articles Okay. Or the links, not from anybody else who, not from anybody's bias. Just after I ask my question, and I give, I might give like a government link mm. of showing the proof of what I'm saying. Mm. But because of what you listen to on CNN, you don't want to believe it. Oh wow, that type of one of those. Okay. Yeah, one of those. that's what I say. I, now I'm just going. That's just off my experience. Okay, some of you who listening or watching us, you may be like, "Nah, Maurice, I'm I'm good," because I I don't all the way listen to CNN. I don't always listen, but you know, I, I'm able to do like you said. I can kind of hear this one, get their perspective. Go ahead, listen to this one, get their perspective, and then kind of you know, make my form my own opinion off of that. Cool, mm. I'm cool. I'm cool with that. Mm. I mean, you gotta do what's best for you, but just based on my experience. <clears throat> those who I have seen who either they all gung ho on one particular side, it's like they're you're not able to really engage in conversation. You're not able. It's almost like you've now engaged in cult think. 
Mm. And I think we have we have to get away from that. Because what has that gotten us? And that, that goes for those on the left and those on the right. But now uh, I will say over about the last two years, one one things I've not last two, probably about the last year, I started like kind of following some people who are very, very knowledgeable in like polling and uh, looking at different polls and stuff like that. And they know how to read it. They know how to decipher it, all that. Based on recent polling from voters, most of the stuff that people are really, really focusing on this particular midterm election, inflation and the economy, Ah, they're worried about the border, mm. they're worried about crime. Those are like the top three issues. Now, if you listen to some of the other mainstream media, they they trying to push that abortion is no like a top issue. It's not. The abortion didn't even crack double digits in the polls that I saw. Mm. Most of everybody's worried about making money, being able to make sure they can feed their family, and me make sure they can to go to work. Based on the inflation numbers, even when you go into work, the check you bring home. Ain't what it, it it ain't getting what it got last year. You gotta get more bang for your buck right now. Speaking of last year, so there's a thing called the Consumer Price Index Report. Uh, basically, what it is is a report uh, that measures uh, prices that are paid by U.S. consumers for a collection of popular goods and services. So, the most recent report that just came out. So these are the following increases compared, and most of the stuff that we're going over, we really ain't gotta say. Y'all just go to the grocery store. When you go to the grocery store right now, if you were to go back and pull a receipt from this day, what? So this is what October thirty first, mm-hmm. from October thirty first of twenty twenty one, and your grocery receipt from October thirty first, twenty twenty two, how much more are you probably paying? Based on the on the consumer price index, just the food at home, the food that you eating at home, your grocery, it's up thirteen percent. Down and out is up eight and a half percent. Gasoline is up eighteen point two percent. Your gas they use to heat your home is up thirty three percent. Rent is up seven point two percent. If you want to go get a new car, it's up almost ten percent. A used car is up a little over seven percent. They taxing. Airplane tickets is up forty two point nine percent. You just flew a couple months ago. I did. I did. No, them tickets was they were. All right, so hear me out. Now they were cheaper only because of the hours that we flew. Mm. So our first flight was like like six in the morning. Okay. So we had to like literally be up. We had to leave the house to get to Charlotte Douglas. We left the house at like what, four in the morning. Now, granted, I didn't sleep. I got off work, packed, didn't get a lick of sleep at all. Literally drove an hour, bored, got on the plane. I slept the, I slept the, the next, well, 
I slept the next day. Yeah, of course you you had to. I had to. I, I crashed. <laughs> but yeah, I, I mean all but the yeah, stuff. It was, but still though. Um, yeah, everything's it's up. Everything's up, man. Everything is up. The housing market is terrible right now. Let's look at. You got you got to have gas in your car. Yeah. Uh, if you go to EIA.gov, that's where you can find all your energy prices. Uh, it's a government website. The average price for regular gas just over the last two years. Better yet, let's do a comparison. The last two years of the previous administration versus the first two years of this current administration. 2019. Regular gas, the average price was two dollars and sixty nine cent. During the pandemic year, twenty twenty, the average price was two dollars and twenty seven cent. Boy, nobody going to work hardly. Now I will say in that calculation as far as the pandemic year, I included January of twenty twenty one in it because that's basically the last month of the previous administration. Right. So if you go from February twenty twenty one through the rest of that year, the average price of gas was three dollars and sixteen cent. Up to this point, because they just they just updated it today. So on, as of 10 31 2022, the average up to now, the average price of gas to this very moment is four dollars and seventeen cents. That's about an eighty that's about an eighty something cent jump right there. That's over a dollar. <laughs> From oh, I'm looking at from twenty minutes. Yeah, but yeah, that right there. Oh God, yeah, that's a dollar and one cent. Yeah, I thought you were looking from twenty twenty. Oh no, no, it was twenty 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 to twenty. But check, but check this out though. For those y'all that's driving trucks, Ooh. I'm do I'm do the same comparison. Oh, we going with diesel gas. So 2019, the average price of, of diesel gas was three dollars and six cent. Mm. And during the pandemic, mm. now I think everything kind of went down the pandemic. Mm-hmm. The average price of gas was two dollars and fifty six cent, mm-hmm. and once again, I included January because that's the last month of the previous administration. Twenty twenty one, the average price of diesel gas three dollars and thirty four cent. Mm. Up to this point, right now in twenty twenty two, the average price of diesel gas is five dollars. Now you're gonna feel that in your pocket because they're filling that in theirs. So if it's gonna cost them more money to transport your goods. To your stores, it's gonna cost you more. Have to pay out. Exactly. So this is why we try to encourage you all: don't look at the person. You have to look at the policy and the decision that they're making. A lot of the stuff could have been a, a, a avoided. I was reading an article uh, or a report. Um, what's the, I forgot the guy. I think his name Alex Epstein. I think it's his name. I could be wrong. I don't think he's related. <laughs> I don't think he's related to him. <laughs> <laughs> but I think I posted it on my uh, Insta story uh, a few weeks ago. But basically, they had compiled all the data and they found that if this current administration would have at least just kept the same energy policies mm. in place, we would not be going through nearly half the stuff we're going through now. Well, see, half the stuff that we're going through right now for energy is because they're they're trying to push uh, ener- energy efficient. We don't have the infrastructure for that right now. And as you can see, I think it was it was it California. They told them that uh, by twenty thirty five, they want everything electric. 
But they told them also uh, a couple months ago, remember, oh, don't charge your vehicles up because of rolling blackouts. So when you have you don't have the infrastructure to support that, why put all your eggs in that basket? Right. Because all you're going to do is cripple what? The American person. Because I'm not going to be able to charge my car up because we don't have the infrastructure because of rolling blackouts. Therefore, I'm stuck. I can't drive my car if I can't charge it, but you told me I can't charge it. Why? Because we don't have the infrastructure. Less what we need to do. I'm going on a tangent here. What we need to do is, if you want to go, if you want to push for a more energy efficiency, we have to one map out the infrastructure. Now it's going to cost a lot of money, which means our taxes are probably going to go up to suffice for that. All right, because they're saying that fossil fuels are a harm to to. You know the ec- ecosystem, or whatever. If that's the case, mm-hmm. you want to decrease it in our nation, mm-hmm. but increase it in others. China is the one that's emitting the most fossil fuels, and we have not said nothing to them about it. Also, when yeah, we were, never mind. Yeah, I know where you're going with it. Also. I got to find a report. When we were producing our own, mm-hmm. we were actually producing it cleaner. Mm-hmm. So it goes back again. A lot of times when we when we get into these conversations, a lot of people vote because of the person that they see, mm-hmm. but we don't pay attention to the policy and the decisions that they're making. Let, let's all be real. Number one. When you're hearing these political conversations on TV, who's the main person y'all hearing people talk about? If they're affiliated with Donald Trump, oh, uh, he's not on the ballot. Mm-mm. But if you want to attack, because everybody doesn't like this one particular person. Mm. But so if you can attach him somehow, some way to this particular person, then they're trying to demonize that person. I don't say plenty of times. I didn't like him. Didn't agree with everything he did. But a lot of his decisions, they it had us rolling. He he treated the country like a business. He's a businessman. Yeah. Killer Mike even said. And I don't agree with everything Killer Mike said, but when he said this, he was like, uh, what's the comedian's name? Um, light skinned dude. He was doing an interview with him. I can't remember that comedian's name. He was like, he asked him, well, Killer Mike, what you think about uh, the current president? He's like, I, I knew we was getting from the jump. He's like, at least with Trump, I knew we could have cut a deal with him. Yeah. Now, this, this is not me. I'm not trying to, I'm not affiliated with them. I'm not affiliated with none of them. I don't like Republicans. I don't like Democrats. But we do, well, I do want everybody to really just really consider what's going back. What are your values? And are you voting based on your values? If you're voting out of emotion, you're already lost. What do you always say about emotions? Emotions are ever changing. Emotions, feelings, and emotion. emotion. Feelings, emotion. Your feelings change all the time. All the time. If I'm hungry, I'm probably going to be angry too. 
after I eat. I'm good. My emo- my the, the state of my feeling changed because I gave it something to change it. I think the problem is we have such a this society and generation is all about feelings. Mm-hmm. We're seeking to feel good, but we're not seeking to be good. Because I'm going to tell you, one thing I learned about being a Christian, that Bible ain't going to always make me feel good. It's not. We don't want the truth. Because it hurt. It tells my flesh, <laughs> you're in error. I tell everybody. Correct it. For everybody that knows me, I'd rather you give me the truth. Yeah. Whether the truth leads me to something to a whether the truth leads me to an outcome that I don't want or whether it leads me to an outcome that I do want. That's a powerful statement. I still want the truth. That's a powerful statement. The truth is the only thing that matters. Yeah. Because in essence, we also say we come from a biblical perspective. Mm-hmm. When you have the truth, you actually have God. Let's bring Bible. When the children of Israel got taken to captivity in the Babylon, God told them, because, because y'all did this, the truth is y'all going to have to go over here. But while you're over there, you're going to still get married. Mm-hmm. You're going to still have businesses. Mm-hmm. You're going to still uh, have children. Mm-hmm. Jeremiah 29 11, I know the thoughts and the plans I have for you, thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you an expected end. God said that to them while they were in captivity. In captivity. The truth of the matter was, y'all did wrong. Y'all are going to be captive, but I got to expect the end for y'all. It was the truth that they had to hear. If you don't want the truth, you don't. You can't have. You can't really have freedom if you don't have truth. Because Jesus said, "I'm the way, the truth, and the life." No man comes to the Father except by me. But he also said, you should know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. If you want to have freedom, you want even, even if you want to be free to do you just to go out here and just do whatever you want to do. Be truthful with it. It's facts. That's facts, yo. Don't lie to me. Don't tell me no feel. If you just want to say, look, I want to go out here and be a hoe. Be one. <laughs> you done told me what's up. Now I know how to deal with you accordingly. I know how to deal with you accordingly. It's crazy. I had a, I had a unique a conversation with some. I, a while back, I had a unique conversation with somebody. And I ended up telling some people, some coworkers at work, I said, I'd rather work with somebody who's outright racist. And I know they're racist. Than work with someone who secretly is racist. Yep. And I don't know it. I said, I know how to move around someone like I know yep. where you stand at. I know how to move. But for someone who I I don't know where they stand, they could be secretly sabotaging me. That's why I have an issue with hate speech or the the fight against hate speech. I, I want I don't agree with hate speech. No, I don't. But I want everybody to have their own freedom of speech. Yeah. Cause once you say what you're gonna say, now I know how to deal with you. I know how to deal with you. So everybody's mad about Elon 
uh, controlling Twitter because he he's he's an advocate for free speech. No, I'm trying to tell y'all let that, let that man do that. Like, bro, you you understand how to move around people? Because guess what? It's some of y'all also that we probably don't want to fool with either. That's facts. That's facts. You ain't got to agree with hate speech. Everything is on a case by case scenario. I can agree with you on A and B. I can disagree with you on C and D, but it doesn't mean I got to take away from you as a person. That's a fact. And we don't, we got to understand that. We have got to understand that. But in society today, just what I just said about former President Trump, if you, if most of the people, you find out that somebody supports that man, you throwing the whole person away. How right is that? Yeah. I, I I don't understand it. Heck, I'm heading towards nine years of marriage. Five. <laughs> I don't agree with every word my wife says. <laughs> if I bring you tell me here right now, babe, do you agree with everything I say? She gonna say nope. She might say no. Nah. She very well would. <laughs> she very well probably would say that. I, I second. Hey, don't tell her. She she, she, she she just might. <laughs> she might say that. <laughs> but it don't stop her from loving me. There you go. And I mean, Droopy told. I mean, just the season that we in now. Like she has been. She had to tell me some truth, but uh, you get it. And yeah. It's out. Of, it's in love. Truth. If you lie to somebody, you don't love them. You don't. You do you don't, not. You don't love. You don't love anybody that you lie to. I don't care how much that truth is going to hurt and cut them. If you lie, you don't love. I'm trying to spare their feelings. No. See, that's our problem too. We don't want to offend nobody. We don't. That's a problem. The truth is going to offend. It is. And the truth is, right now. These last two years have sucked for this nation. Yeah. Now, certain pockets have actually done pretty good. But overall, the truth of the matter is, <laughs> these last two years have really shown us. Yeah. The last two years have shown us what happens when we make a decision based on feeling and not based on reason and logic. If we really look at, go back and look at, like we just said, are we focusing on how we feel about this person or are we focusing on policy when it comes to those who represent us in government? Mm. It's something to kind of chew on. Mm. So, the first question we ask, what are your values? Another question that who is the least likely to mess up your life? <laughs> Let's think about that. So the person that we vote to represent us in these in whatever sphere of government, are they trying to use that power to control you as an individual? Mm. Now let's think about what's going to happen over the last two years. So we had the pandemic in 2020. Mm-hmm. 2021, September 2021, as a matter of fact, a whole mandate came down that basically said 
and I'm not we're not trying to get too deep in this, but I'm just trying to make you think. There's a whole mandate that came down saying if you don't get stuck with a needle, you could pretty much lose your job. How many of you that listen to listen to us or watching us, you made that decision and you and your core was telling you don't do it. And if you can go back, you probably would go back and make and change your decision. The information we got now, yeah. <laughs> I mean, my thing was, why did? Okay, no, I said, mm, I, said I wasn't we're not, going. We're not going. I, I said I wasn't going there. Reel it in. Reel it in. I said I wasn't going there. So yeah, I mean, Teresa just brought up uh, early in the episode about you know with the whole infrastructure and how. They're trying to make this big push to drop, push everybody to go to like electric vehicles and stuff like that. I'm good with electric vehicles, but like, but like you said, number one, we don't have the infrastructure. But number two, has anybody ever considered why would you because of because of your other policy decision that you've made? It's causing just the everyday citizen to have to pay this much more just for the stuff that they need day to day. And now you want to mandate or basically force everybody to eventually get a car that's going to cost them up here or more? Yeah. I'm just just raising questions. Like, have we ever considered that? And then there's people that um, who is like they they study like um, they're big on like energy and mm-hmm. oil and all that, and they pretty much just like. Don't let nobody say, tell you that fossil fuels are scarce. That's probably one of the most abundant abundant resources on the whole planet. So, like, we got the resources. I think they said up in Alaska, it's just we just sitting on stuff, not trying to dig it, dig it out and process it. Uh, of course, Texas. Oh, damn, Pennsylvania, they got a whole sitting just sitting on natural gas. It's control. Control, boss. I mean, Amer- I mean, literally just two years ago, America was drilling their own oil, producing their own energy, had enough to where it was so cheap for us, we were sending it out to everybody. Bringing money back in. Instead of having to rely on foreign oil, I mean, what what's better? You being able to produce your own, or you having to go ask somebody else? What's the old saying? If if I if I give you a fish, you'll be hungry. You'll uh, eat for a day, but if I, I teach you how to fish, you you'll never go hungry. There you go. Yeah. Something about. About it. Last question I want y'all to consider. How will the decision that you make concerning your particular vote, how will it impact your children in the world that they will be they will eventually be released into?
I seen a post. Um, was it on Twitter? Possibly. I think somebody was saying they're gonna vote for whoever can basically uh, end racism and doing all this. <laughs> Y'all really want to know how we're gonna end racism? It's, it starts with you and your kids. Facts. <laughs> it starts in the home. Starts in the home. Starts in the home first and foremost. You as a parent have the most important position in your child's life. And I think one of the reasons too where where this question has has come from is just over the last year there's been such a push and a fight from parents because of like the the previous question before that certain government agencies are trying to now encroach themselves into the lives of children on some on some instances without the parents consent yep or they're doing stuff that the parents don't agree with the kids ability to make life changing decisions at such a young age can't ride with that can't my my mm-mm. Bro, I'm not trying to get get up in you and Candace's personal business. Mm, talk to me. But um, y'all have two beautiful sons. We do. In the process of making those two, mm-hmm. was there anybody else in the room? Nobody physically. So it's just you, Candace, and the Lord. And the Lord. So it wasn't nobody from the government? No, nobody from the government was there. It wasn't nobody from the school? No, nobody from school was there. Hmm. So you as a father, Mm -hmm. not as a parent. As a father. As a father, are you about to let someone who wasn't in the process of making them make the decisions for them? I wouldn't be a father if I would let them do that. Hmm. <laughs> That's a no-go. That's a no-go. Hmm. So what about y'all? What about you and your kids? Who was in the room? Or wherever it was you did to do. Who was there with you when your child was conceived? And are you giving them the authority to run your child's life? And are you giving them the authority to say what can and cannot be done with your child? Now we're not talking about abuse. Now if you sitting there abusing abusing your kids, we we don't agree with that. No, sorry, nope. But it's one thing, you know. I have a we have, but me and my wife have two teenagers. Um, for those who, I mean, just to give context, 
they're not my kids biologically. But when me and my wife started dating, um, my daughter was nine months and my son was two. So I've been with them and they're now teenagers. So I've basically been with them all their life. Was I there when they were conceived? No, but they are my responsibility. And therefore, because they are my responsibility, the values that me and my wife have, no, there's just gonna be some things that are just not gonna take place. And until they are of the age, when we release them to this world, the decisions that we make, we're trying to do what we can to make sure that this world is, whenever the Lord called me home, I want this world to be better than what it was. And when my kids get into it, I want them to take what I did and take it even further. I heard my pastor say one time, my ceiling will be my children's floor. So part of them going to that next dimension and that next level is come part of that decision is how I vote. So I want you all to consider that as well. We can't change nobody's skin color. I get and I, I get it. I, I, you've never heard me say that racism doesn't exist. I know it exists. But I think we've also got some other issues that we really need to consider. I mean, basically the whole fabric of reality has been, it's kind of been played with and attempted to be torn over this last year, year and two years, we're basically now saying that there's no more gender. You you literally can get banned from almost anything if you say a man cannot get pregnant. They literally want to ban you now. They want to counsel you. Is that the type of world that we want to leave for our children? I mean, up until recently, we have you have never heard you've never heard this stuff, type of stuff said. It was always known, but now, and it's like it's being forced on our children. We see we talked about when we talked about our, you know we're we're kind of taking a break from our masculinity and femininity series. Uh, we're gonna come back to it, but I mean, the, when you remove when you remove the man from the home, and outside of the day, government now steps in place and tries to take take the place of the man. I don't. That's not how God intended it to be. So, I we do encourage you to go vote. I, who you vote for, that's your personal decision. As we've already stated, here at High Def, we don't 
endorse any political candidate. We don't endorse any political party. But we do endorse you having your own values, you making your own decisions. And that's the message that I want to leave for y'all today. And that's supposed to be celebrated. The the fact that we have the the choice. Regardless of what that choice is and who disagrees or agrees with it, it's a it's a fundamental constitutional choice. Not even constitutional. Not, not even bro. constitutional. Bro, it goes back to the Bible. Yeah. Choice. True love gives choice. God literally told the children of Israel. I set before you this day life and death, blessings and curses. Now, he he encouraged you to choose life, but he gave that choice up to you to choose. Yeah. I'm I'm reading uh, in Kings, you know, about the story of Elijah and Elisha. Mm-hmm. When Elijah was on Mount Carmel, he he told the people, how long are you going to halt between two opinions? Either you're going to serve God or you're going to serve, serve Baal. Mm. They put the choice on the people. God gives you a choice. Yep. So once again, y'all, I, our encouragement, vote. I, I mean, I, I do believe not. Now, some people say it's rigged. <laughs> they like, they go put it. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, it's, it's one kid. I, I, I love him. He's like, man, I don't vote because I feel like it's they already choose who they want in there anyway. And he he raised some very interesting points, but I I do still believe you need to go out and vote. And really, um, as an aside. If you're in South Carolina, uh, if you go to SC Votes, it's the scvotes.com, scvotes.org, you can actually put in your information and see who is on your ballot. Scvotes.org. If you're in if you're in the state of South Carolina, you can go to SC Votes, scvotes.org. Um, basically you go on go on to voters, uh, you can check your sample ballot. Just put in your county, your first and last name, your date of birth, and your last four of your social, and it'll pull up all of your information of where you need to go and vote, and then you can uh, look on for who all are going to be on your ballot. You can do your own research. We advise you to do your own research. Please do your own <laughs> research. Don't don't rely on no family member to do their research please, for please you. Please don't. Please don't. If someone comes to you with anything, take it with a grain of salt until you do your own I mean, in this day and age, especially after the last two years, you can't go off what people don't told you. Therese told me not to go there, so I'm not going there. We're not. <clears throat> Do your own research, please. But please, y'all. I, I mean, today is, um, today Today we're recording this. This is Monday, um, October 31st, Halloween. You got eight days. Midterm elections in eight days. Mm. New beginning. A lot can happen in eight days. Do your research. Please exercise your right to go vote. Once again, I'm redundant. I know. 
I'm not endorsing any political candidate. I'm not endorsing any political party. I am endorsing you to check what your values are. And I am asking you to ask yourself, how would the decision I make impact my children in the future? And if you don't vote, that is all right. Because our forefathers did not die for us to have the right to vote. They died for us to be free. Throw that out there. Because mm-hmm. I hate when people say, your ancestors, your, your ancestors died for you to right to vote. Hold them. No, they didn't. Because they were in they were in chains and they were dying. They were dying for freedom. Not that I could fill out an electronic ballot and put it in a little machine. So with that being said, this is another episode of High Definition Podcast. I'm Maurice. And I'm Therese. And y'all remember to live life. From the highest definition. We're going to catch y'all on the next episode. And go vote. Holla.